Welcome to episode 219 of the Uncore Gamers. I'm Dan. And I'm Adam. Alright, Adam. How was your 4th of July weekend? Fantastic. No, I mean, it was okay. Whatever. Did you go anywhere? Do anything? No, because you're not supposed to right now. You're not supposed to, but as I've learned, that stops nobody. Hey, uh, you know, Dan, hey, you know what we forgot to talk about last episode? Uh, So Uh, many things, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, I took you to go like to the driving range to hit golf balls for the first time how did you like it uh, it was uh, a lot harder than i thought it was going to be yeah surprisingly difficult to hit a golf ball uh i think gail was telling me that they are actually smaller than mini golf balls which i didn't realize at the time really I, I, okay i didn't know that yeah which kind of, it kind of makes sense if you think about it um and it's just it's just it's so easy to hit the grass right before the ball and that just totally throws off your uh your force and everything yeah but how did you like it? Uh, it was interesting. It was kind of weird because, you know, it's the whole corona thing, stuff like that. So it's kind of like my first time, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, we just walk here and we, throw, we you know, hit the ball. I was like, oh, okay. And, like, we don't have to, like, go to the house or anything. I'm like, no. Nah. Like, okay, what the hell's the point of having the clubhouse then? But I guess that's just for the actual course. Yeah, so I'm not really sure what the benefits are. Um, like, because I only started playing golf, like, during this quarantine. So, I mean, my understanding is you can just go to a driving range and you can just, the only thing you have to pay for is just, you know, a bucket of balls, which is cheap. Uh, but other than that, you know, that's pretty much it. Um, but unless it's like on, you know, everybody's golf where it's like, you know, if you look in back of you, there's like a table, a lounge area, you can chill, sit down, drink in the shade. But I haven't been to one of those golf courses yet. Okay, okay. Um, but apparently Although, I, I have some skill with the driver, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you were actually hitting with the driver pretty well, making good contact. Uh, I did get really... I, I never... I always wanted to murder Siri, and now I don't want to murder Siri as much as I want to murder my caddy on everybody's Golf VR. <laughs> what is this caddy doing? Because sometimes, like, I go against my better judgment because she's, like, suggesting things. And every time I go against her judgment, I do better. And so I was like, oh, fuck this bitch then. And so, you know, I started playing and then I was like, oh, shit, like, I'm going to make this whole, like, it was a par five. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to make this in three hits. And right as I'm getting ready to hit the ball, she's like, be careful, partner. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. She caused me to go like two strokes over, like just (laughs) making par. And I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, cause I made, I made it to the hole. I was on the green and then I was going to put it. And then like, as I was going to put it, she like says something and I'm like, dude, oh my God. And then she always puts in her two cents and it's like, nobody's asking. <laughs> I love this virtual caddy. It's just fucking up your game. Yeah. That was the last time I played. Um, she pissed me off. Um, you can't turn her off. I prefer to turn her on. <laughs> No, uh, I don't know. Uh, but like I said, there, I, there is, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but there is DLC, like there's a chocobo and you can do like chocobo racing and stuff like that and race it and like ride it around the golf course and stuff like that instead of having like a, uh, a golf cart or you could have like baller ass, like golf carts. That's like DLC. And then there's like other Are caddies you, you can get, uh, probably, but I always forget to do it. Right but, on. Damn, we got to get into the big news. 
Monster Hunter. Oh, oh snap, boys! It's the Monster Hunter update. Yeah. So we got. I don't know what uh, that was. I, I don't know either. Are you trying the bit? I don't know, dude. I I think I think I'm just having fun with it. We're we're 200 episodes into this podcast. Over 200 episodes. Maybe maybe you know I'm just stretching out my my my, my legs as it were. You want to try something out? Let's try out some new artwork. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, never mind. I, I wanted to say a joke on here I heard from Fred Stoller, but I don't think I should say it because it's not in 2020. The joke would not fly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I know that in the Guiding Lands, there will be an Elder Melder coming soon, right? So no, the Elder Melder uh, is actually going to be able to provide... Um, monsters for the guiding lands so you know sometimes you can choose what monster you want to hunt yeah but you have to have a certain amount of tracks and stuff like that you can actually go to the elder melder uh turn stuff in to give you a free hunt of that monster basically oh okay so you can you can you can choose now instead of it being random yeah instead of spending like so much time in the area like okay like now i have to fight this thing over and over okay now finally a higher level monster has appeared yeah you you still have to have uh, encounter the monster at least once, from my understanding. But not in the Guiding Lands, right? Like, just in general, like, encountered the monster? N- no, I think in the Guiding Lands. Oh. Well, that's kind of stupid. Uh, this is more for people that want, like, specifically want to harvest a Guiding Lands monster. They don't have to, uh, do extra work to get it to come back. They can just have it come back. Did you see the Frost Fang, uh, Baryoth? Baryoth? Yeah. Yeah, the armor looks pretty cool. The headpiece. Yeah, I'm actually interested in it because one piece is supposed to give you punishing draw, which is a uh, pretty good for a greatsword user. Yeah, I saw that, and then I don't know about uh, Alatrion. This thing seems like it's just gonna make me super pissed. Oh well, I mean, it's a black dragon, so yeah, it's probably gonna make you super pissed. It's kind of the whole point of black dragons. I because think so. See, it, it's the Shang Tsung of monsters. Sorry, what's that? It's the Shang Tsung of monsters. <laughs> it's it's only one of the five black dragons. Apparently, they're all pretty ruthless. But it can switch from like different elements. Like you don't know what it's gonna hit you with. Like oh, it might hit you with frost. Okay, now it's gonna hit you with electric uh, electricity. Now it's fire. Yeah, so you can't truly uh, plan for it. And it also has you know uh, an attack that will pretty much just wipe your party. Yeah, I saw you have to have like a ton of heals. Like it's just gonna be you healing nonstop unless. Right before it does its big attack, somebody runs to it and hits it in the face. So it's it's, I think it's designed to be a much more aggressive uh, fight where you have to lay the pressure on it to cancel out its big attack. Yeah, because you can only cancel it by making it flinch, I guess, or something like that. Oh, it's gonna be a lot of trial and error. Yeah, uh, I think it's kind of fun that they're adding these kind of like more trial and error fights into it as long as it doesn't get too crazy. Because like the raging brachiados was really frustrating, and then we finally started to figure it out, and it actually wasn't as bad. Oh, yeah, once we started hitting it with those, uh, those like, moss pods to cool it yeah. down. Yeah, that's only because I got that tip, and I was like, cool it down, cool it down. Then, yeah, it became easier, but this one, this one is just straight up, you have to hit it in the face, and you need to hit it with an elemental attack. Like, so you, you have yeah, which to have I, it. I think, I think we'll be able to handle that. Um, even more dope is the fact that they've been giving out these, uh, Four level four jewels. Yeah, I'm gonna be getting that attack level four jewel. I've not been able to get one of those in the game. It is like the holy grail of attack jewels. I'm finally gonna get my hands on one. Yeah, I forget what one of the jewels 
was that they were saying it's an important jewel, so hopefully you haven't been selling it and you still have it in like your uh, jewel collection. Oh, I can't remember. But yeah, so that's available next week, right? Yeah, uh, Wednesday. Yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, the eighth or the ninth. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Wednesday or Thursday, uh, Latrian's gonna go live, and after that is gonna be the Frostfang Barioth, which is an event quest. So you have to do it while the event is live, and then even more exciting is that they announced that there's gonna be another update. Yeah, then a uh, returning monster will come be coming back as well. Yeah. I'm just stoked because I thought this was the last one. I thought they said that there was no more. I think maybe they're stalling because of the whole COVID thing. Maybe, you know, they're not as far as they thought they would be with the next Monster Hunter game. Oh, maybe. So, you know, they already have this complete game. All they have to do is just drop in, like, some sort of a variant. Yeah, but do you think they're going to go with another Black Dragon? Or do you think they're going to do something different with this new monster? Mm, I have no clue. Um, did you like the, do you like the new Aztec armor? I kind of do, actually. I mean, not, I'm probably not going to wear it, but I like the design of it. I like how flamboyant it is. Yeah, I like it too. Um, also, are we going to go for the mugs that are dual blades? I knew you were going (laughs) to hype on that. I was like, dude, they they get all those, like, silly, like, wacky weapons. Like, man, we don't, I don't get anything. I I told Gail. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I think uh, Adam's going to switch over to dual blade. Maybe. I just want to see somebody fight with them. Like the the fish are the fish one is like the funniest one. But like the mugs, like I do. I, I have to see something playing with those. It'd be great if you could mix and match them. So you had like one fish and one mug. <laughs> I don't. That actually is pretty cool. Um, Yeah. And then more layered armor sets are coming for master rank. Yep. I don't know what that means per se, but. It'll be pretty cool. And also the Elatrian armor is even an interesting thing to the uh, with the set bonuses, whereas the more um, elemental resistance you put into your armor, the stronger it makes your elemental weapons. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I don't think it looks cool, but what it does is pretty cool. Like, it's not a feature that I think I would use that much as a, as a greatsword user, but I could definitely see, like, dual blades or, like, faster weapons like that being really getting a big kick out of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what build I'm going for exactly right now, um, but I mean, I'll still go after it, but I, I don't know. I have to look at the stats, see where I'm at, drop some gems in there. Yeah, yep. Uh, it's also rumored that a Monster Hunter game will be coming to like the Switch, but it'll be like a Palico game. Yeah, I've been seeing the, that popping up. Yeah, it's not going to be a traditional Monster Hunter game. It'll be like one of the ones that they got in Japan that we never got, where it's, you know, you're a Palico. Like the PSP ones? Yeah, exactly, like that. I'd be I'd be interested to see if that actually made it out to the West. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I mean... Because those, those games, if it's, if it's going to be like the ones that were on the PSP, they were very different games. You didn't actually physically hunt monsters. Yeah, no, I know. It's like a little villager game, right? Like something like that. Yeah, along those lines. Um. Oh, speaking of Switch, I did pick up Golf Story. I saw. I saw you post post. Yeah. That. So it's like golf, you know, in a sense, to where it's frustrating at times. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a glowing no, review. I mean, it is. But it I mean, is a fun game. Like if you've ever played like those, uh, you know, those like golf games where it's like physics are involved, like trajectory. This is a little easier than that. But sometimes the game doesn't give you proper direction. Um, And then the dialogue isn't... I thought it was going to be earthbound, but 
it's not it's not really even funny it's like it's cool because it kind of reminds me like graphically of earthbound um i mean it's still fun but the dialogue is nothing like earthbound oh man you got overhyped on this game didn't i you? did but it's still fun i'm still i plan on beating it right now i'm only on the second golf course so you go to like different towns yeah, you know and stuff like that you promised your dad like you always wanted to be like a like to make it to the pro circuit and then you're living out your dream for uh, your dad's honor. Oh, that's a story everybody can relate yeah. to. Anyway, go on. You know what game wasn't overhyped? What's up? Fucking Last of Us Two, baby! Woo! Yeah, I still want to. I been getting into I that game. It. I just, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I'm super down to play it. Dude, I I've been playing that game on survival mode. I don't know how far into it I am. I probably not that far. I don't think. Um, but I've been playing on survival mode, and um, it is. Man, you die in like two hits. Why are you playing in it Survivor is insane. mode? I started it on that mode because I was decent at the first game. I was pretty decent at the first game. So I was like, you know, let me give it a shot. There's probably a trophy attached to it. Let me see if how far I can get into it. No trophy attached to it. But I kind of already started it. And I could switch it at any time. But I was like, all right, I'll 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 keep going until I start, start to have a hard time. I actually almost have a full clip of my pistol, dude. I'm doing great. Dude, just... Play it on in easier mode so that way you can beat it and then let me borrow it. You know what? I'm having fun with it in survival mode, dude. And you know, like in, in if I was playing normal, I would probably clear each room. In survival mode, I'm actually running from fights. I'm just gonna And it feels like the right way to do it. Like the tension is actually there, the tension that the characters are having in the scene, I'm having as I'm smashing that button to open up the door fast enough to get out so I don't have to die and do the whole thing over okay, again. So... How all right? So, however far you are, how much of it? Like, what percentage wise would you say you deal with more? Um, like people trying to come after you, or the um, the fungus, dead people, infected, infected people. Um, for where I'm at now, I'd say it's kind of fifty fifty. Uh, maybe a little bit more on the people side, but pretty close to fifty fifty. The way they have it laid out right now, but there's certain areas where you can um like. People might come after you, and you can hear that there's infected nearby. So sometimes I, I would grab a, a brick, and I would toss it towards the people coming after me. And they'd be like, oh, what the hell was that? And then a swarm of infected would oh, rush tight. them. And they'd duke it out. Yeah. And they would actually fight it out until one side won. And I would just kind of pick off oh, the stragglers. Oh, tight. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome, dude. It's so you know what? Maybe awesome. Maybe tomorrow I'm just going to go down to GameStop and then I'm just going to go pick it up and then how long can you have it before you return it? Three days? I don't even know. Do GameStop's well, hurting? Well, I'm going so. to I'm gonna go ahead I have and no just, idea. you know, it's basically like a rent. Like, they're just holding my money and then I'm going to get my money back. And then in a few more days I'll get, I'll get it again and then I'll do the same thing and then I'll be done with it. <laughs> They'll have your picture behind the register. Don't let this man, man buy blast. Yeah, I'm gonna of us. go in there with like a fake mustache, a trench coat on, and a midget. <laughs> you're, you're gonna return and be like, "Hey, don't delete my save file. I might want it again later." Oh man, yeah. Um... But yeah, no. So far, so far, the game's worth it. Um, I know that members of the team, including some of the voice actors, have been getting Why? death threats. Um, you know. Because of things that happen in the game that they don't agree with, the voice like actors that. have no—they have no creative control. Yeah, no, they—they they have no creative control, but they represent the character. They gave life to that character, so obviously, I—I uh, I need to take out my frustration on somebody. I—I'm going to take it out on the closest person that's relatable to that character. I don't know, dude. That—that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's just yeah, 
it sounds like people just they want something to complain about. I mean, like, have you seen the, the Neil Druckmann one? He post he did a, a Twitter post where he kind of made an image of some of the hateful comments he's been getting and stuff like that to kind of show people the stuff he's been no. getting. Like somebody drew like a like a really offensive like Jewish picture, uh, like a uh, you know over characterizing like the things people say about so Jews that's and stuff like that. that's okay of, like, in somebody's mind to to make that meme, but then for someone to make a video yeah. game that's you know considered art, that's wrong. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's like it's it's their content uh, to do what they want, but then this dude's making racial meme. Wow, mm-hmm. I mean that really shows you right there. Yep, that's that's uh that's the internet. It's an awful, awful place. But yeah, I've been really enjoying the game. Um, it's like it's like I'll be in a combat encounter for like two hours because I'm on survival mode, dying and repeating and stuff like that, trying to figure it out, or like very, very slowly moving. Because on survival, they can see you from like an entire room away, even like two rooms away, they can spot you, including like clickers. Dude. It's ridiculous the amount of range that they have in survival mode. That's like the worst part about it. There was one point. I kid you not, I'm pretty sure I was standing perfectly still, and the clicker quote-unquote saw me. And I was like, what the hell? That's, the whole point of them is that they can't see. Yeah. But, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm adjusting so survival to survival mode, so is, like, ammo scarce because, like, more scarce because it's survival? Oh, yeah. Everything's more scarce. Um, ammo, items that you can use to make med kits. Uh, your, I think your weapons break faster. Enemies take more damage. They deal more damage. You know, all the traditional make it harder for you type of stuff. Which kind of, at the same time, encourages you to kind of run from fights. Because you don't have to clear a room. You know, there's a lot of times where you can just leave. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you can, like, tackle the game however you want. You want to go out, like, guns blazing. You want to do stealth. Or, you know, do you want to cause a distraction like you were doing and then run. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. I mean, there there's multiple ways yeah. to play the game. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a lot more open-ended than the, than the first game was. Because I remember the first game was kind of like... You're in a combat scenario. You have to kill everybody for it before you can move on. And this one doesn't doesn't make you do that. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, there are certain times. There was one time that I, that I almost knocked it into uh, an easier mode because I was locked in the room with a bunch of infected, and they automatically know where you are at the start of it because you make like a big noise as you enter the room. And I was I had like two bullets and like a mol- and I had and enough materials to craft a Molotov, and that's pretty much. Oh, and like an axe. They had, like, two hits left. And there was, like, I think in total, like, maybe eight infected two, with two clickers by the end of the whole thing. And I was like, damn, I don't know if I can actually do this with the stuff I have. And eventually I w- managed to do it somehow. I don't. I think I, like, busted a clicker in the face with a brick, which lets you stab them after they've already spotted you. Because otherwise you don't really get to do the one-hit kill. But if you, like, stun them by throwing a brick in their face, you can still do it. And I managed to do it like that way, and then Molotov the other one, and it's kind of like... Ran around taking pot shots when I could on the other ones and then stabbing them. Yeah, it was a it was a thing. If if more of those pop up where like the only option is to fight, I might have to knock it down in difficulty because it is pretty brutal. But I am doing pretty decent in supplies now. Yeah, finally. I remember I, um, when they put the uh, they put it on the um, one of the free month front one of the games for free. For PlayStation Plus, I remember yeah. I was like, dude, I was like getting hyped for The Last of Us 2. I was like, you know what? I want to play it again. And then I was like, fuck, this shit is like harder than I remember. Like, because I, I was trying, yeah. I was like, nah, dude, this game, like I beat this game. Like I spent hella time with it. Like this will be like an easy playthrough. And then I was like, fuck, this is like harder than I remember. 
Yeah, and I'm a- I'm actually making that harder for myself than the game is intended yeah. to be. Yeah, I was doing the too. same thing. Like, okay, let me like let me try to be like more stealthy, like or like you were saying, like get the attention of like these clickers and see like if they'll attack these people or you know just trying to like all right, let me try to get the room cleared and nobody notice me. Like, and so I just I did make it a little harder for myself as well. Like, I wouldn't do certain things. Like, take the easy way. Yeah, like um, the the game has a mechanic. the The listening mechanic is still in the second one. Uh, if you remember that from the first one, where you can like hold down a button and you can kind of see silhouettes of where yeah. enemies are. I didn't use that when I played the first one. Um, except for the odd occasion where I accidentally hit the wrong button. And I'm pretty much doing the same thing with the second one. So I'm and I'm literally playing without it. I'm basically like tying a hand behind my back playing this game on survival mode. I don't know why, but like that listening thing kind of ruins the immersion for me and I I don't like using it. Yeah, like when people come into the room they're like, "All right, search this room." And then you're in there and you're like, "Fuck, like I'm kind of exposed. Like if they walk like just barely over here, like they're going to see me because the AI is like really good." Oh yeah. In the first one it was at and least actually, they spread out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's still some like if if they don't see you and you like kill somebody and they find the body, like I I was in an encounter where I, like, killed, like, three or four people in the same spot of the map. Like, literally almost, like, bodies lied on top of each other. And they're like, where is this person? I'm like, oh, probably in this area where you keep finding all these dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to pick it up. Yeah, I I mean, I've been having fun with it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure if I got into the big story surprises that everybody hated or not. But, like, nothing's really bugged me that much yet. Yeah, no, I don't think you're that far. It sounds like you're pretty early because you just set the difficulty so high. And not to mention, um, you can only play because when Gail's around because she wants to see you play. Yeah, so really, I did most of my playing this week on Sunday, and I got pretty decent. I think uh, um, for anybody for anybody who's played the game wants to know exactly where I'm at, I'm a little bit past the point where they say three down. Uh, I've seen there Curtis has been playing it too. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's way past me. Yeah. Like all my friends are past me. But um, but I'm I don't know. I feel maybe like I might be enjoying it a little bit more. Hey, I have a question. So, Breath of the Wild, right, came out for Switch, right? That's the Zelda game for Switch, that big open world one. Correct. Okay. So somebody was showing a comparison to that game to Xenoblade Chronicles X for Wii U. I guess the world is bigger in uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. And like how Zelda, you know, like you can climb up stuff like that. Um, on Xenoblade Chronicles X, you can actually go more places if you include, like, you know, like I guess like the square footage is more if you include all the stuff you can fly to using the mech suit. And there are no load times in Xenoblade Chronicles X. Like, I didn't know that. Like, when you're in your like base town, like you can just like leave it. There's nothing you can get in the mech suit and then just fly up and then just go all over the that world that you're on and there's no load times. Yeah, it kind of goes into the whole like thing of when that game came out. Everybody's like, "Oh, look at look at it's reinventing the wheel." I'm like, "No, it's not. Games have been doing this for a long time now. Like this is the first Zelda that's been doing it, sure, but that doesn't. I, I didn't know why that game was being praised so much for just doing what other games have been doing. What game? Just because it's. The Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. Well, because it it upset me how much people are saying like, "Oh, look at look at all this um, new amazing things it's doing for gaming." I'm like, it's doing nothing new for gaming. Yeah, like yeah. So that's the thing. So Breath of the Wild, their big thing was like, if you see somewhere, 
you could go to it. If you see, like, you want to go, like, somewhere, like, you can get there. And, like, I don't know how true it is. Like, I don't know if you can climb in that game. But I know in Xenoblade Chronicles X, like, if you see it, you can climb to it. And then, not to mention, like, that's what the game wants you to do. I didn't realize it when I had first played it. But it wants you to explore. It wants you to go, like, to every crevice. Because there's stuff hidden all over the place. Or there's, like, things to discover. And then also the environment. Like, certain ant, like, there's animals that have infants and so they'll be protective if the infants are around or they might go out to go gather for them or you might see certain like animals or creatures out at certain times um there's like a whole ecosystem taking place so like someone was comparing that like on this youtube video i saw but i was like oh shit this game is better in a lot of ways than zelda yeah uh, yeah i'm not surprised but speaking of Zelda, the uh, voice actors have said that they have finished recording for the Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. And that was actors in Mexico. And then people are saying, like, well, why would they say that? Like, they're signed to an NDA. And then it, something I heard something about, like, oh, no, there was, like, some sort of mistranslation. But people are like, no, they said what they said. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, some people are saying, yeah, mistranslation, stuff like that. But I don't know. Or they could have been joking around. It's kind of like a weird thing to say, though. I don't know, maybe, maybe they were just like the little like monsters and they only had to do a couple grunts. They're like, grunt, grunt, grunt. Alright, I'm done with my voice acting on Zelda. Was that a grunt in Spanish or English right now you did? Well, it was, it was obviously in English. Oh. If it was in Spanish, it would probably be a little more like a grunt. Gronto. Nice. Yeah, that's what I thought. So like, it's like, es mi hija Zelda. Es mi hija Zelda. Es mi hija Zelda. <laughs> if it was in the cyberpunk world, oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Haina, come over here. Man, I can't... Oh, man. You know what I, I saw? I was watching um, Wood from uh, Beat-Em-Ups. Somebody sent him a uh, Xbox cyberpunk edition. And I was like, who... That's kind of stupid that they made a cyberpunk edition. It's like, I, if I'm going to play cyberpunk, I'm playing it on a next-gen console. Yeah, I don't know. It's just so they can sell more consoles. I mean, I thought the console's cool, but it's like, it's kind of a waste. More yeah. of a collector's thing, I guess, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, people are doing like cyberpunk PCs, and that makes more sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, what else you got? All right, we, we, we should talk about the big thing right now. $70 games. Oh. What's your hot take on it? So that's, so far, that's only 2K doing that, right? So far, it's the only 2K officially stating that they're doing it for that game. But other companies are thinking about it. Yeah, though. if other companies see the sales are still like you know it's selling relatively well, what's to stop them from being like, yeah, this is like a seventy dollars game? But remember, like even on the Super Nintendo, there were certain cartridges that would cost more money, be- but that was because of the chip inside. Yeah, even on Genesis too, like. What people forget is that, yeah, back in the 90s, you would buy games for, like, 70 bucks. And that was 70 bucks in the 90s, which is, like, even more today. Yeah, it's, like, almost $100 for a cartridge. Yep, for one game. So, like, yeah, for people that got into gaming around the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 era, where it got more standardized, and that's, like, their experience with gaming, I could see them getting upset over it. But for people that have been playing since, like, the early 90s, um, mid-80s, whatever, it's not like it's it's still cheaper than it used to be. Yeah. I mean, are are you are you upset that it's going up in price? Do you care? I mean, I don't want to I'd rather 
I'd rather put up a fight rather than give in because then once it goes to 70, what's to stop it from going to 80? Or like, oh, well, this game, see, like, this game goes for 80 because of, I don't know, X, Y, and Z. And then all of a sudden now you have another company. Now they're charging even more. So, like, it's just, like, I'd rather fight the inflation so that way, you know, to prevent it from becoming the next norm. And then now all games are 70 across the board. Right, but... Like, even though it's $10, I mean, it's just, it's... it's shoot. Should we be standardizing it, or should we let it be more free market? Right. Let's say, let's say EA wants to put out Madden twenty twenty two at ninety bucks, and people are like, "No, I'm not going to pay ninety bucks for that." And they're like, "All right, well, shit, we took a loss on that, but maybe we don't do ninety bucks. Maybe we do. We try eighty next time, or something like that." Whereas other developers, you know, you know, Last of Us three comes out, and they're like, "Yeah, we, you know, we worked really hard on this. We feel like it's ninety bucks." I'm like, "All right, maybe, maybe you're right on that one." Okay. Yeah, you got a point there. I mean, yeah, maybe something like that. But for it to be across the board, like, just standard 70, like, I don't know, man. Yeah, and again, I don't think it's going to be across the board standard 70. I think, yeah, the board's going to be so that the standard is 70, but you're still going to get those $40 games, those indie games for 20 bucks. you know. I'm still going to buy most of my games on sale. Um, I forget who it is. Did you hear about the, um, I forget where the tweet came from about the price of the PlayStation. There's been I've seen so many tweets of different prices of PlayStation. Okay, so I forget who it is at Sony tweeted out what would you guys think of a four hundred and thirty five dollar price tag? For oh, the that was like a like a a survey thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that, that's what it was. It was a survey, yeah. And so that's for the one with the disc, and then the one without the disc is, I believe, like a hundred dollars cheaper, right? It's like three hundred, right, yeah. But like I think the survey specifically said these aren't official numbers. This is kind of like just a gauge your opinion on things, I guess. I don't know. I mean, either way, they can profit if they lower the price because based on the um, on the what is it called the PSN? The oh yeah, the PlayStation uh, Plus. The PlayStation Plus, yeah, that's where they make all. That's where they make a huge portion of their money. We talked about this before. Like they could take a loss. So, you know, they'd probably be losing for the first, like, what, two years of the console's life? That's that's a big loss, though, man. That is a huge loss. So, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. But, I mean, at this point, I'm already, I'm I'm pretty much prepared for it to be in the, somewhere in the $400, $500 price range. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine if it's within that price range. Yeah. You know, even if it hits a 500 like I'm my mind is set for that. Yeah, this is, a, I mean, this is a next-gen console, and it's going to be around for... A long time like yeah it's gonna last you until they come out with the playstation 5 pro i mean yeah of course they're gonna do that <laughs> but i mean if you want to wait you can but uh speaking of a uh, first party xbox has announced that they're doing their first party gamer showcase july 23rd are you excited for this no because i don't have a i don't game on my pc i just make beats and do the podcast on it aren't you excited to see what games are going to come out how they're going to push the envelope of gaming though no, because it's gonna make me mad. Why? Because I can't play those games. I mean, sure you can. You can just buy them on Steam, stream them to your laptop using GeForce Now, and uh, use the GeForce supercomputers to play it. This laptop I use sucks. It's got like no memory, so it runs slow. And I don't but even it's not. It's not it. going to be running the game. It's just going to be like Netflixing the game. Really? You can. You can. You can so Netflix I, I on could be laptop, playing. Right? I could be playing Persona Four: The Golden. Uh, if it's a part of the GeForce library, yeah, you might be able to do it with the Steam 
Steam Link, but I don't know how that works from computer to computer. You know, I don't get it. Why can't it just be an app on the fucking PlayStation? Uh, like, this would I make it so much easier if Steam would just be on PlayStation. If Steam, right? If Steam was on PlayStation and Xbox, like... Actually, no, I know why they don't do that. Because they have a deal with Xbox, right? With uh, Microsoft? No, I think they don't do that because... Let's say you could you can play Steam games on your PlayStation, right? You can stream them from your PC, whatever. Um, why would you buy your games on the PlayStation when they're usually cheaper on PC? Mm, makes a lot of sense. Unless PlayStation said, like, yeah, we'll let you do it from the PlayStation, but we have to get a cut. But how do they monitor that? How do they control that, you know? I don't. I have no clue. I'm just an ideas man, Dan. You're the <laughs> brains behind the operation. <laughs> I mean, they could do like a monthly service thing, kind of like how GeForce is handling it. They're like, yeah, you can use our supercomputers, but it's like five bucks a month. But hey, you don't have to have a super beast computer to run your games anymore. Oh, for real, dude. All right, I, you got to tell me if Persona's on there. I would have to look it up. It's a it's a very select number of games. Um, not select, but because um, when they launched it, they were like, yeah, all your Steam games can work on here. And then the developers are like, hey, we want a cut of the money. And they're like, why? They they already bought the game. We're only they have to own the game to be able to use the service. Like no, we want to cut out the money, so they started taking their games off of there. Bunch of bitches, right? Tell me about it. It's hey, my you know, money, and I want it now. Pretty much. You know what other gaming showcase is coming out soon that I'm excited about? What's up? Devolver Digital, July 11th. You want to know why I'm excited about it? No, go on, Dan. Because they have this ongoing storyline involving the. Uh, announcer of the titles and you know I hate Devolver Digital's um, presentation half the time I don't know if they're showing me a game or they're showing me some type of random bullshit because they do random bullshit in their presentations but I love how off the fucking wall they are with their presentations like literally people have their hands getting cut off on stage and stuff like that you know like blood <laughs> splattering everywhere yeah no it is ridiculous and there is a, a through line storyline that's been going through like the past three that I've been watching. And so this is just the next installment of that storyline, hopefully. What the hell is Devolver? I've never heard of it. Is it PC? Is it Xbox? What is it? No, they're they're like a publisher. So um, I, I think Enter the Gungeon was published by um, oh, Devolver Digital. Okay, I know exactly uh, what you're talking yeah, about Yeah, my, my friend Pedro. Yes, okay. Those guys are crazy. Yeah, they really are. And uh, I love it. And I'm I'm actually super excited to watch that one. I remember the first time I saw it, First, the first time I watched Devolver Digital, I was like, I think there was like puppets and like it was like a behind the scenes, like pe- people commenting on the on the stream and some of them were puppets or something like that. It was just like, I didn't know what the hell it was, if I was watching the right thing or if I had somehow stumbled on something else. It was, it was great. It was yeah. actually very confusing and irritating. But the second year, when I finally figured out that I was in on the joke, it became great. Yeah, the Enter the Gungeon that um that got like received pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It really did. I never played it though. Yeah, me neither. But I know it's uh I know a lot of people praise it. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually it's kinda of interesting you mentioned that Gail liked to watch me play Last of Us and that's why I haven't been that far into it. Um what if I could what if I told you that there's a way you could watch Fallout without having to play it? Oh yeah. That's right, it's coming to Amazon T V from the creators of Westworld from HBO. Are you excited for this? Yeah, so actually yeah, like like 
look, I suck at the game, but like the lure is cool. Like this, the this is a a video game that it can work in any storyline, in any timeline, or however they create it in the Fallout universe. Like it can it can work. Like all they have to do is just you know throw in a vault, throw in the suit, a pit boy. You're good to go. Like it can, like it can, dude. It can work a million different ways. Yeah, especially since the games are already like so famous for being like morally gray. Yeah, you can, you can, you don't know what you're gonna get out of the characters in this in in the show, depending on how they run it. And also, like, have you heard some of the crazy stories of some of the vaults that you can explore in some of the games? There's a vault in one of the games where like one person was cloned, and so you go into the vault, and it's just a bunch of clones of this one person. There's another vault where they got like virtuosos, you know, like violinists, like masters and stuff like that into this vault. And they slowly released um, basically like drugs into like the air system until they basically went mad and started killing each other. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. Like all these different like vault stories. I'm like, man, they can do basically whatever the hell they want in this show. And it would make sense. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Like I saw like. I saw somebody talking about it, and like, at, like before they had said it, and I was like, "Damn, this person was thinking exactly what I was thinking." It was like, I think everybody thinks that no matter what, like this show can work. It's pretty genius. Um, oh, the Monster Hunter movie is still uh, scheduled to release, I believe, this year. All right, dude. I'm, I'm actually, I'm kind of, I'm kind of want to see it. I kind of want to see the monsters like moving in CG. Yeah, you know, it's the same guy who directed all of the uh, Resident Evils. And then no. you know, he cast, I think, isn't his wife Mila Djokovic or whatever her name is? Yeah, I think that's his wife. So this guy, like, Capcom just has, like, a thing for this guy. They're just like, yeah, you handled all of our material pretty well. Like, you can just do this one, right? Yeah, just let me cast my wife in it. Okay. Yeah, I think he, I think he like, pays for the options or something like that. He pays for, like, the right to make the film or something. Oh, really? And, and I don't know. He, he, just loved Cap, he just loves Capcom games or something. Yeah. I remember hearing about it at one point, like, there's a specific reason why he keeps getting these franchises. I was wondering, I was like, why is he making a lot of Capcom movies? Yeah, so, um, look, the first Resident Evil was pretty fun. You can say what you want to say about the sequels after that. So I'm hoping that the first Monster Hunter game will be pretty good, at the very least. Um, Monster Hunter movie. Um, yeah, Monster Hunter movie, yeah. Yes, and then and then The Last of Us is supposed to be coming on HBO, and I believe it's gonna follow this the second game. From what I oh, heard. I hope not. Yeah, I know. I was like, why would you do that? Like, cause they could just ride this out, and then they could just make the second game would be like the final season of the show. Yeah, or or even better, just start with a whole new characters in some other part of the country. Yeah, I heard with the I, infection and everything. Yeah, I heard that that was maybe going to happen too. So I don't know anything like concrete, but yeah, I, I've heard that too. Like I understand Joel and Ellie is a big like it's a big thing in in the zeitgeist of the Last of Us games, but like this is a show like don't recreate the games. I don't want us to watch the games when I can play the games. Give me something new, a different storyline. Yeah, like this is like a complete different part of like the nation, and then it happened. Or they could just show us somewhere else different in the world, completely, like a different country. Yeah. Would you want them to be, like, in the same, like, time frame as the games, or you want them to be a little bit closer to the infection, like, spreading? Or do you think you would prefer it? 
Uh, maybe to how it begins in the first one. So, like, you re- remember Joel is, like, with his... Is he with his daughter? His, his actual daughter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I played it not that long ago, and then, like, things are going to shit, and then she's like, what's happening? And then it's super chaotic, and then things get out of control, and then it just goes from there. Yeah, I mean... That could work. I, I, I'd probably put it a little bit further ahead so that society's kind of crumbled already a little, for the most part. Uh, maybe not exactly where Joel and Ellie are, but, like, with the military zone still, like, uh, maintaining whatever civil order they can. Maybe maybe around the time where, like, the military zones are, are starting to kind of lose control, like, the government's really starting to crumble. I'd probably put it somewhere around that point. You know, where Joel is still a smuggler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I, think right. that was, I forgot that was his job. Yeah, I think that would be an interesting uh, time frame to put the game, to put the show in. Yeah, could work. Um, and then I think cause you sent me a list, there was like a bunch of different, um, there's like a bunch of different movies and like, uh, I think yeah, shows? shows and movies uh, based yeah. on games. Let me see. I got it right here. Yeah. Uh, you, you sent me a list. It was like somebody's okay. post. I was like, choose your top so, three or whatever. So, so I chose them. All right. So here it is. So fallout tomb Raider two. Oh, which we need to talk about real quick. Tomb Raider. Uh, it's coming to a, as a PlayStation plus game. And it also has a VR mode. Yes, it does. So I'm going to be checking that out whenever the VR mode released. is literally you just inside of the mansion. But eh. I'll still check it out. Yeah. Uh, Uncharted, which is supposed to be a movie. Um, I'm not sure how far that is in production, but that's been talked about for a long, long time. Yeah, it keeps getting like different directors or something like that. Which I think people are going to hate on it, and they're going to be like, "What is this? National Treasure meets Indiana Jones." Uh, and then there's, yes, that's that, exactly what it is. That's ex- yeah. That's what people are gonna say. Like it's a witty guy, like with witty humor, and then you know a grumpy old man, like you know <laughs> it kind of that's the formula. But anyway, all right. So Borderlands. I don't know if that's gonna be a movie or a show. I don't know how that one would work. I don't. Honestly. It would just be a post-apocalyptic world that people would say, "Isn't this Mad Max?" Yeah. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't know anything about that, but I know it's like it. Oh, that's a movie? That is a movie. Okay. Um, Gears of War. Huh. Yeah, I, I imagine know. that one would probably be a TV show. I don't know if you could do it justice with a movie. I've never played a Gears game, but I hear they're great. Um, just Cause. I don't know how that's going to work. They're just going to yeah. just call a TV show Just Cause. Mega Man. I, I, Mega Man? Yeah. I think a... that's supposed to be a live action movie. No, I think so. Oh my god! Will they get the guy the infamous uh, suit from the cover of the original Mega Man games in North America? I have no idea. That's terrible. the yellow, the yellow and blue I... ones where he's actually holding the gun instead of having the arm buster. Yeah, the one where it's a grown man. <laughs> the one that was like a secret costume or unlockable character in one of the Street Fighter games, Street Fighter crossover games. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Everybody thought it was like a joke. Isn't oh, he out of shape? Yeah, he's out of shape too in that one. Yeah, that would be great. Funny. I would actually go watch that movie if it was a live action. Your Mega Man was literally dressed up like that guy. All right, and then so yeah, we got Mega Man. So then this one, I don't know how this is gonna work. If this is gonna be a show or a movie, uh, Metal Gear Solid. I would do that as a movie. Okay, then we got Sonic 2. I still have not watched Sonic 1. Oh, it's great. You should watch it. Are you being sarcastic? No, I actually kind of enjoy it. It's not it's it's a kids movie, but it's it's a pretty decent one. 
Alright, and then Detective Pikachu two. I I finally saw I finally saw the first one. Yeah, someone I already already know the end. I know the plot. It was alright. Uh it was the plotting wasn't very good. Yeah, that's what I heard. And then it looks like we're getting another that oh, that's right, the other Resi- the last Resident Evil movie where somebody actually died on set, right? Wait, what? I thought that franchise ended. No, there's one more movie, dude, and like somebody died like doing one of the stunts. With the same, the same, like the same storyline, or like a reboot? No, it's the same storyline. Didn't they kill off Alice in the last one? I'm so confused. I don't, even, I don't even remember. Those movies are a blur. Yeah, I get them confused. I, I know which one one is, and then there's the one with Mike Epps that I always forget about. No, wait, yeah, the last one. They go back to the mansion from the first one. I thought there. I, well, I don't know. I think there's one more. I don't know. Maybe it's done. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Saints Row. And then The Last of Us. Saints Row? Huh. Yeah, that's a weird one, too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what, what were your picks? Because it was like, pick your top three, right? And I picked Sonic 2, Last of Us, and uh, Fallout were my picks. Um, well, Monster Hunter. Fallout seems like it'll be pretty good. Um, and I'm interested to see Mega Man, how they do that. Yeah. Oh, man, I was just thinking about Fallout, dude. You could totally do, like, entire, like, sections of the show where it's, like, a straight-up zombie survival thing because they got those uh ghouls that are fer- the feral ghouls are basically like running zombies oh you could do so much with that franchise yeah you could have completely different factions that come from different vaults you like, can have like western episodes you can have oh man sci-fi yeah. episodes so good yeah there's any sort of material will work like yeah i mean that that one seems to be the most promising at, like that's what i think so far yeah i, I think so too i think the last one's pretty promising too uh, because it's such a like a, you know, it's like it's like the road, you know. People love the road, and with just a little bit more monstery chaos. Yeah. Um, which reminds so, me, Fallout seventy six just got an update. Oh yeah, when are we gonna jump back into that game? Dude, I suck. When at the that. PlayStation five comes out, we're gonna jump back in. Let it let it handle those load times. I suck at that game. The only time I ever made progress is when I played with you and Gale. Like, I, I I played other, like, Fallout games, and I was just like, okay, what do I do now? Like, I don't know what to do. And like, hey, there's a guy. Let me shoot him. <laughs> and then it's like, that guy's supposed to, oh, it's like, all right, now, and then I watched the YouTube video. Okay, now you go over here and talk to this guy. And it's like, I killed that guy. Yeah, so now you just go somewhere else. Now you go find the guy that controls giant ants with the helmet that he made. Yeah. Um. All right, so what were you saying, Dan? So the the guys that made the the VR case files of L.A. Noir, right? Just uh, L.A. Noir was a uh, rock, uh, you know, um, God, I can't rocks, rock star, rock st- yeah, Rockstar, yeah, yeah. Rockstar, yeah. I kept rock I kept stars, wanting to say I rock think city. Rockstar, but yeah, is Rockstar. Santa Monica? Um, they made L.A. Noir. Obviously, you know, Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption are the games that they're famous for. And somebody went and made um, VR um, cases for the PlayStation VR called the VR case files. They are apparently working with Rockstar on an open world VR game. No way. Yeah, dude, because I was almost going to get it, and then I was watching YouTube videos on it, and they're like, yeah, it's a shame that there's not that many cases. Like, So unless you played the game, you're not going to really have a clue on like what's actually going on, because you're only going to play about 10 cases. It's like 7 or 10 cases. And it's like... Yeah, but I, th- I, think, I think they are... Um, specific to the VR one, I don't think they're necessarily tied to the act to the main game. Uh, I don't know. 
But I just know that there's not that much there. I'm just like, dude, like, I'd rather get, like, if I was going to get, like, a VR game with more involved, I'd get the, um, what's that other game that's doing really well, that first-person shooter one, where there's a story and everything for VR? Oh, um, the Immortal or something? Nah, it's something else. But anyway, um... Oh, Half-Life Alex? No, no, but no. That's not PlayStation. No, it's not. I forget what it's called. But anyway, I mean, that's pretty cool. So wait, they're working on a open-world VR game? With Rockstar. Specifically, that's that's the, po- the point I wanted to point out, that it's an open-world game with Rockstar Studios. Damn, that could be crazy. That could be very crazy. An open world. There isn't an open world VR game. I mean, there kind of is, but not really like anything crazy. You could you could say that the uh, the Walking Dead one is an open world VR game, kind of. Kind of. Well, you're limited. Yeah, you're you're limited because it's, you only it's have more, a it's, certain amount of time to be out. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, in, in that sense, if it was more like a Grand Theft Auto game or uh, Red Dead Redemption, where you just had full control and freedom, that'd hey. be pretty dope. When you're playing uh, Saints and Sinners VR, do you ever feel like, okay, shit, like, I need to get in here, I need to, like, I can't fuck around, like, I need to get some supplies, like, and then I need to, like, so I can loot another spot, not get any attention, and then you're, are you, like, constantly, like, thinking about time? I mean, not, not the first time, because I couldn't understand the time. I didn't understand how it worked. Oh, yeah, the um, watch, that's right, we were looking at it. Yeah, it's it's a really stupid watch system, I, I wish they would fix that. I understand it now, but... They should have just made that so much easier. They should have just had an actual like watch face on it with like you could see the minutes clicking by instead of the stupid like half ending circle thing. So do you feel like you're under pressure? Like sometimes like with like time wise, like oh fuck like I uh, to... I wouldn't necessarily say under pressure time wise, um, per se. Again, I might not be doing a good job of the game, like maybe I should be doing more. Um, but I would say like definitely the zombie the zombies respawn, unfortunately. In the same house that you had just cleared? Yes, like, so they can respawn inside of buildings as well as outside and stuff like that. So, um, especially in the early game, you know, my fucking shivs, they break after a couple, like, zombies, you know? So, like, you can use other things in the environment. You can grab, like, a thing off the wall and, like, you know, kill them with that. But it, it does put that pressure on you in the sense of, like, do I want to stay out here and, like, waste all my supplies or do I want to get back and see if I can make some better stuff? Yeah, uh... I mean, I don't know if I want to if I want to get it. I saw it on sale. It was like twenty five percent off, which it wasn't really a whole lot. But I was like, dude, like it just seems like something like you got to really spend a lot of time with. Yeah, you kind of you have to learn it, and it's a, it's 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 a game. You know, it's not like a little experience. No, yeah, because so you, you have to master those controls because each control does something different. Yeah, I I th- I think it's so worth it though. I don't know, like. You may not be as into it as I was, you know, it might be, maybe it's, maybe it's too scary. There's certain parts of it where I was like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's too scary, it's just, I don't know, uh, I can't use that other VR game, damn it. It's I mean, do you, do you like survival games? Because it is a little bit survival, right? Where you have to scavenge parts and, like, create things and... You know, each 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 trip you make out, you wanna you wanna be filling up your backpack. You know, you wanna bring back stuff. You wanna keep track of like, what am I going for? Or like, okay, I'm going for something that has metal. I'm not gonna be picking up as much wood things because I need something. I need to save room for metal objects and stuff like that. Oh, oh shit! I got I got this band aid, this dirty band aid. I can I can clean it up, but do I do I drop it to make room for this? 
oh, I got this food, this, this food stuff. I'm not going to eat it here because it's going to make me sick, but I can take it back. But, you know, I only have so much space in my backpack. So it's, it's that whole type of mechanic system built into it. So if you're not a big fan of games that have a lot of that, you might not enjoy it as much. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, there is a new VR dance rhythm game. Use the controls. I can't remember what it's called. Are you interested in it? Not really, no. Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you what, I am interested in. Uh, I know absolutely nothing about it. Other than some concept art has been revealed. The creators of Left for Dead, um, that went off to f- create Turtle Rock Studios. Um, they actually, I think, released a game recently. Um, that was basically like Left for Dead but with aliens. They've released uh some concept art for a new four-player co-op zombie game. It's called Back for Blood. Okay. So wait, is it VR? Or no. It's not. But it's from the people that made Left 4 Dead. Come on. You can't tell me you didn't like Left 4 Dead. No, I did like Left 4 Dead, but the problem is I only played it like once or twice because I, I never had an Xbox. But my friend did, and I played it, and I was like, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah but I mean, now it'll probably be on all platforms. Oh, that so would be sick. Yeah, so now you know we can play it because I, I, I loved Left 4 Dead. I wasn't good at it per se compared to some people, but I thought the game was genius. Yeah, no, it was hella fun, dude. There was, like, so many different types of enemies. Yeah, and, like, you literally had to depend on your team to get through it. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, you had to, like, really, like, communicate with your team, like, who has what, like, what direction are you facing, like, watch out, I heard one of the ghouls or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I only played it briefly, but from what I played of it, I liked it, and I always thought that sucked that it was like an Xbox exclusive. It's not, actually. You can play it on PC. Same shit. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I think your even your shitty laptop might be able to run the first game. Yeah, right. This thing's slower than LimeWire. Kazaa. Damn. Pulling them out, them old school ones, dude. The virus, the virus bundlers. That's right. So, uh, Capcom and NetherRealm, the people that make the Mortal Kombat games, have pulled their games out of EVO. I think EVO Online has been canceled. All this has to do with a certain um, Joe Cooler, um, who's been uh, in some allegations of sexual misconduct. You know, I think he was like an organizer, basically using his um, swinging his, his uh, organizing dick around to try to get some sexual favors and stuff like that. Fucking pervert. Yeah. Oh, he was the president. Wow. Yeah, he's the president. Yeah, an allegation from members of the community claimed that he paid out tokens to local members of an arcade who were underage at the time to jump into a pool in only their underwear. Oh, shit! What? That's way worse than I originally thought it was. Yeah, that's pretty bad, dude. Oh, damn. Um, Was only one of the many people named in the community-wide scandal that claims widespread sexual misconduct from within the fighting game community. Alright, yeah. So... Yeah, so fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy, and I guess Evo... I don't know if Evo can recover from that, dude. I don't know. I mean... I think it was the fucking president. He wasn't no nobody. Maybe they'll rebrand and then change everybody, like, remove everybody who's ever been involved with them. Or anybody who's ever been a dick at the same time. Might as well just do a full culling. Yeah. There's too much money involved in in the esports right now. Like, Especially in the fighting game esports, I think it's the fighting game is probably the biggest esport at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely that that and then uh, battle royale games. Yeah, and speaking of which, there was a new one announced by Ubisoft called Hyperscape. You got any eyes on that? Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if it's the one I'm thinking. 
Yeah, it was recently announced. Um, I didn't even bother looking at it because it's Battle Royale and I just don't care. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll play, like, Battle Royale if, like, some of my homies are on, but I don't just jump on and play. Like, I don't play, like, Fortnite or Warzone. Like, I just watch Mad TV or I'll fire up my Switch and play Golf Story or Monster Hunter. That's pretty much it. Yeah, true that. All right, man, you got any more stories you want to share with the people at home? Um, no. Alright, well thanks everybody for joining us. It's been another episode of Uncore Gamers. Don't forget to check out Twinkie Tube on the Twitch, the YouTube, and the Facebook Lives. Oh, He's yeah. out there entertaining you people when you can't entertain yourself. That's right, and if you need a massage, he could do that for you too. Yeah, and not like the massage that Adam was talking about last week. I don't think he does those ones. Maybe if you ask really, really nice. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, if you watch him live streaming, and you feel the urge to just kind of, you know, pop one off, I don't think he'll mind. <laughs> Alright, man. <laughs> Have a good one. Alright, later.